0: If you feel like complaining about somebody else and what they do, focus instead on how you can do better. There are many rewards waiting for you. And when you get into the zone, that's when your life will begin to positively transform. Hi, hope you're well. This is P.D. at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone interested in psychology or who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you. Get out of your comfort zone. We all like to be comfy. We know that. There are very few people who are not that way, who always need to be out there doing stuff. And I like to count myself there but still don't manage nearly as often as I would like. And this is kind of true for most of us. We don't like to take risks, especially when we don't know the risk, which is part of the problem. Because once we become complacent, that complacency will feed on itself. Then we will resist the change all the more, will bitch and complain about what is not good in our lives, will complain about our co-workers, our partners and spouses even, which is about the worst thing we can do for ourselves or for the relationships, for the people. Because it takes away our power. Because it paints other people in negative light while we actively take away our own power to feel like a victim. And if you've ever felt like you have to criticize your partner or spouse. You probably know that that is the easiest way to make things worse, while making sure that there will be no solution to whatever problem there is in sight. The guys who are angry at women for not wanting to date them, or vice versa, women angry at men, they take away their power and give it to the other person in a way that is not helpful, that prevents positive change ever taking place, especially as we tend to do that behind the other person's back in one way or another, so that they can't solve the problem or even know about it. And this is where a critical perspective on ourselves is so much in order, because we are the creators in one way or another of the things that we have in our lives. Now, it doesn't mean that we are solely responsible for everything. At least in a way we are not. Because some things happen that were not in our control. But for the most part, and especially as we become adults, we have enough control to steer the course. And then we can take a critical perspective on who we are what we've achieved, and compare it to where we want to be and what we want to create. And it takes a lot of brutal honesty sometimes when looking at ourselves to really make a big change because we don't like changes. We like to stay where we are. Especially if this is what we've been doing. That habit can be hard to change, can be hard to break. So don't look at other people thinking what's wrong with them. Think instead, in a positive way, what is wrong with you. If you live with this partner or spouse, that you badmouth. Why did you pick them? Because you did choose to live with them. What purpose did that serve? Was it because you wanted to feel powerless? Or maybe superior to the other person? or because you just didn't know better. We can't solve the problems of other people, and we definitely can't change other people. If we want to change someone, doing it with ourselves is the only place to start, and it'll never end. You can change yourself, and keep changing yourself indefinitely, as long as you live, which is what everyone should do, to recreate and modernize, if you will, who we are at this moment, sometimes even starting from scratch. We can't solve other people. We are the only problem that we can solve. So if there is a problem that I have with another person, by default I assume that it's my problem. I assume that the problem is in me, that I'm doing something wrong. Not that I'm a bad person, but my actions are not right. There's something I'm missing, something that perhaps comes from my old programming that is not up-to-date, that I need to take a look into. And yes, oftentimes things will happen because of things that objectively are the other person's fault. But even then, if you look into how you can do things better, even in that situation... That is a much more productive point of view. And by the way, if you find someone who is that way, that is a catch that you don't want to let loose. Unless they want to go. The best boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, husband, wife is the person who's the most honest. Who will tell you what they think. Respectfully, perhaps. But they will be straight with you. If they're not, I don't see much hope for that relationship. Or if you're not. If one of you isn't. So the goal should always be on making things better. It is on critically thinking about what was not ideal, about my previous solutions and how I can make them better for this particular situation or for this time, for who I am at this moment. And the best way to keep leaning out of the comfort zone, which is where we should be most of the time, really is having a worthy goal. A goal that is based on our unique specific values that mean the most to us. Because a goal in itself does not motivate. It is the underlying value that you want to increase in your life and perhaps in the lives of others. You will base your goals on those values and those goals will stick because now they mean something. They will galvanize you towards achieving whatever it is that you need to achieve in spite of almost anything that might stand in the way. On the other hand, people who stay in their comfort zones too much, which really is people without strong goals, based on the values that are the dearest to them. These people will always become bitter. They become resentful. They might as well hate you for doing the things that you want and consider themselves victimized somehow by your success, by your happiness even. Because they will see it unfair that you go out there and achieve when they don't as if it's somehow not their fault. The truth is, we are at our happiest when we are out there and when we overcome challenges, when we move on, when we don't stay in one place for too long. So the best way to make sure that that is what happens, that you keep leaning outside of your comfort zone, is to become passionate about your goals find the most meaning that you can get and build even more because what we do is so much a habit it is very easy to learn to stay inside our bubble to stay in the comfort zone but you can also reverse it by doing those new things and building your passions and going out and being out there you can create a positive habit that'll make it difficult as long as you keep doing those things that really mean something to you to go back. And even if you're not there or not there yet, there are things that might help to make sure that you get, that you set off on that journey. Because when we do new things that are unfamiliar, we can become fearful. That is the reaction that we have To keep us safe, which is perfectly reasonable sometimes, although not that often. It's perfectly reasonable to be afraid to embark on a risky business or do something that might actually be a threat, that might actually be bad for you. But these things are rare and all we need to do is some basic common sense to distinguish which is which. There's this famous book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. I forgot who wrote it. But that title says it all. Because if there's something that you want to do that is new and that really can lead to a positive change, chances are you will feel that fear. And that is your sign that you're on the right track. That fear will disappear as you emerge on the other side. Fear hasn't killed anybody but it has shown tons of people the right way to go in their circumstance. So this is about keeping a sort of a dynamic tension. Some people likened it to having an elastic rubber band between your index finger and your thumb and making sure that that elastic band is not too loose and it's not too tight. It's not too loose as to not do anything and it's not so tight that it might break. But by tightening it in the right way, you make it work. When you exercise the right amount of tension, leading outside of your comfort zone, you will make sure that new and good things keep happening in your life while those old fears will disappear as you go through them and emerge for the first time behind it. Another thing to do would be to try new things. Just try something, it almost doesn't matter what it is. And allow yourself to be bad at it. One of the biggest reasons why we are afraid to do new things is that we don't want other people, or even ourselves in a way, see that we are not good at it. We attach those results to our personality and we think that if we're not doing well, we're not good enough as people. And of course, all those people who are doing very well now failed a lot in the past. They just did not have this attitude of taking things personally. They did the opposite. They always focused on acting and on adjusting what they did to get to the result they wanted. So think about in what areas you might want to get out of your comfort zone. And the more areas you will choose to expand your bubble, the better off you will be. But you may not want to do everything at the same time. You can choose one thing at a time, such as your people skills or perhaps dating. That will keep you occupied for a while perhaps for years and decades, that'll be the most rewarding thing you can do. Because we get the most satisfaction and the most success as a result of the relationships that we build and how good these are. So if you need to improve your social skills, which almost everyone can benefit from, do that. If you want to start dating after you took a break, maybe after a long relationship that didn't work out, or after being single for some time. Start going out more. Meet people, date, do new activities. All of these things will build momentum. Apart and together, like a snowball. And if you're still not convinced about making that change that is the most important right now, Think about what your life will look like in 10 years if you don't make the change that you know you need to make. If your life continues on the same trajectory, what will your life look like without making that change that you know you should make but are afraid to do it? That in itself can be the best incentive. Just to make the first steps. Because the first step, in a way, is easier than all the other steps that will follow, no matter how many there are. So if you think you've been complacent for a bit, that is okay. In fact, you might as well praise yourself for it, because sometimes we need to take breaks. And we need to just relax and kick back and enjoy. And it'll give us more energy and more determination to keep going. Wherever that next stage, that next goal, might be for you. Get out of your comfort zone and stay there. Much better things will happen outside. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. Any positive change you make and keep has a cumulative effect that'll make your life even better. If you found anything useful or interesting in this episode, please share it with your friends. You can reach me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Talk to you again soon. In the meantime, leave the world a little better than you found it.